to the word of God, to the word of testimony tonight. Amen. Amen. Our testimony reads as follows. Man walks without crutches. There is a man who has been admitted into the hospital in South Africa for months. He had an injury on his leg and was walking with the aid of crutches. Pastor Robert prayed for him while he was busy ministering to the sick at the hospital. When he checked himself after prayer, he was surprised to find himself being able to walk without crutches. He was too excited about his healing that he left the crutches outside and rushed into the wards to call his friends who had an injury on the leg to also come and receive prayer. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Our, our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m. from Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. We then have our midday service at 5 to 12, and then we have our evening service at half past six every night. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night, and we also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Thursdays and, fr and Fridays 
and the details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And Amen. to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, the bank details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on our messenger groups, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. And we are also encouraged to share our uh, to share the video testimonies in different Facebook groups. Amen. Amen. We will read the word of God from the book of Second Kings, chapter twelve, from verse eleven, NIV. Second Kings, chapter twelve, from verse eleven, it says, "When the amount had been determined, they gave the money to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple." With it, they paid those who worked on the temple of the Lord, the carpenters and builders. The money brought into the temple was not spent for making silver basins, wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, trumpets, or any other articles of gold or silver for the temple of the Lord. It was paid to the workers who used it to repair the temple. They did not require an accounting from those to whom they gave the money to pay the workers because they acted with the complete they acted with complete honesty. The money from the guilt offerings and sin offerings was not brought into the temple of the Lord. It belonged to the priest. But Joash king of Judah took all the sacred objects dedicated by his predecessors, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, and Ahaziah, the kings of Judah, and the gifts he himself had dedicated, and all the gold found in the treasuries of the temple of the Lord and of the royal palace, and he sent them to the and he sent them to Haziah king of Aram, who then withdrew from Jerusalem. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord by following the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit, and he did not and he did not turn away from them. Amen. Amen. Um, I just felt to to just a bit to clarify the testimony that I have before I go to the word of God because many are wondering what is these things? What kind of a thing is this? Many years ago, I I did um, masters in mechanical engineering. When I did that masters in mechanical engineering, I did everything, but uh, for the things to be finalized and for the certificate to be released, it took time. But this year it was concluded that okay, they will give me the masters and all of them and all of that. And many years ago, you know, I did um, um, things with the Engineering Council of South Africa with that which was done. I was a uh, I'm a, due to the law of South Africa, I'm a mechanical engineer. Then part of the thing that I did in, in the engineering career, because most of the time I did not have time for this career that I was doing in, in engineering. Most of my time I was busy with the things of God. Then one of the things or two, they fell behind. And uh, like uh, I did also the government certificate of uh, of mines many years ago 
but the certificate was taking time so that I can be also certified engineer in mines, in the mines uh, in which my certificate just get released today, which these things sometimes we never thought they will get through with. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Then part of the resolution in the engineering career, like I used to say, I'm going to be doing a PhD, PhD next year, doctorate in uh, mechanical engineering. Amen. These things, we Amen. do them for fun, but um, my focus is in Jesus. That's what defines us, not this engineering, we do it for fun as additionals. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because the thing that I've dedicated my life to do every day of my life, it is this work of God, living for Jesus, preaching the word of God, that I will do until I go to heaven. Anyway. Amen. It is the time for the word of God. I just thought maybe I will, because some of the people will say, what is this thing that Pastor was saying that I've been waiting for for years? It is this thing of this engineering career and stuff like that. Anyway, let us go to the word of God. Second Kings chapter 12 from verse number 11. The Bible says that the amount, when the amount have been determined, they gave the money to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple. With it, they paid those who worked on the temple of the Lord, the carpenters and the builders. Hallelujah. Amen. What we have to remember what was happening here the Bible talks about um, it was the time that there was a King Joash. This man by the name of King Joash, to those who attended the midday service yesterday, we said that this man, he used to, he was grown in the house of God from the time that he was uh, very, very young. There is a phone on the loudspeaker there. That's why there is a bit of noise on the messenger. Anyway, then he was grown in the house of God since when he was young. That's why the other day when we were talking about, when we were reading here in the, uh, in the evening, we heard when the priest of the time, who was the priest that time, gave strict orders for the soldiers to, to protect this young man who was, um, who was a, a young man, but who was going to be a king, that this man must be protected by all means. Soldiers, they were given some times that, okay, you will have shifts, so that because the father of this young man was no longer normal, and this young man was supposed to succeed his father as a king, but he was young. As young as he was, he, he grew as groomed and he was grown in the temple of God. As he was groomed and he was grown in the temple of God, the Bible says that he grew up and he became a king. He was anointed as a king. I remember um, it when he was very young. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Amen. He was very young. And the Bible says that when he was anointed as a king like that, but he did not lose touch to the priest who groomed him. The priest who groomed him, even though when he was a king, he was still giving him advice. He was still advising, he was still in, uh, advising him. And the Bible said that as long as he was getting the counsel from that priest, he did very well. He walked very well with the Lord because he was having a counsel of the Lord. He was giving, being told what to do in accordance to God's word. He was being told the mind of God and he did in accordance to God's word. And the Bible says that because of that, he did very well when the, the priest was still alive because the priest was his advisor. And we talked a bit about it yesterday that even other kings, the kings who, who were heavy, having advisors, who were the men of God, who were having the prophets, who were having the priests like this man, they did very well as long as they listened to those priests, as long as they listened to the counsel of the Lord, they did very well. But the problem, most of them, it is... Uh, Many kings who did not do well in their time, like Saul. The problem is that uh, they did not listen to the men of God of the time. Like um, Ahab, we talked a bit about it, that Ahab did not do well. He was listening to Jezebel. Jezebel who was connecting him to, to the gods of Baal and to the prophets of Baal, the wicked prophets who were not the prophets of God, who were the prophets of Baal. Then because... Ahab was listening to these wicked men. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did not do well. Then this young man, because he was having the counsel of the men of God, he did very well on his time. And that's why part of his doing well, the Bible said that he could see the temple, that the temple, oh, there is, was a problem in the temple. The temple is, is getting worn out. The temple is getting old, and the Bible says that he begins to start a project that, okay, let us bring the money so that we can build the house of God. We can rebuild the house of God. Then the money that you are hearing about is the money that was brought into the house of God in order to build the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then when we are reading the Bible in the book of 2 Kings chapter 12, verse number 11, when the Bible said that when the amount have been determined, they gave the money to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple. With it, they paid those who worked on the temple of the Lord, the carpenters and the builders. Then the Bible is saying, when he's talking about this money, this was the money of the project, which was not started by a priest. It was started also by this king. The king who was having this good counsel. Hallelujah. Amen. The counsel you have, the counsel you have will determine what to do. It's very, very much important that as a child of the living God, we must have an open ear unto God. 
that Amen. God, we must, we must hear the word of God. Now and then, in order for us to do what? To do what is right and to Amen. walk successfully with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No wonder the Bible says that in the book of, can you go to the book of Psalms, chapter 1, La Kratos Kataba Zonta Labayade, verse number 1. The Bible says that blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked, with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of the mockers. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditate on his law day and night. Then the Bible revealed to us here that blessed is the one who does not walk in the steps of the wicked, or stand Amen. in the way of the sinners, or sit in the company of the mockers. That means blessed is the one who is not fed with wicked information. Hallelujah. Amen. With the wicked information. You know, to a Christian, the company you, you make, you connect yourself with, you surround yourself with, is very, very much more important. Who are your advisors? Who are your advisors? Who are your friends? It is very, very much important. Like when you just going back, like the men like Ahab. Why did Ahab did so bad? It was because of a Jezebel. Why did uh, Solomon did bad at the end? It was because of the, the Bible says that it was because of many wives who, who make him to worship other gods. If it was not of these two, these kings would have done very well. But because of the counsel that they kept, they, it polluted him. The company you make, the friendship you make, it will determine what kind of a person you're going to be. It's very, very much important that you must make sure that you have got a godly counsel. You have got the people who are filled of the Holy Spirit. You have got the people who are filled of the word to counsel you, to guide you, so that um, they will be leading you to the right direction. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why the Bible is telling us that blessed is the one who does not walk in the steps of the wicked or stand in the way of the sinners or sit in the company of the mockers. But who delight in the law of the Lord and on who meditate on his law day and who may do is meditating on the word of God. Meditating yeah. upon the word of God day and night. Who Amen. is making sure that the word of God, they are listening to the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. They are meditating upon the word of God. You know, listening to the word of God is an investment. It's an investment. As a child of God, you must reach a level where you enjoy the word of God. 
Amen. you enjoy the word of God in such a way that when you reach the level where you don't you you don't hear the word of God, you feel like there is something wrong in you. You feel like there is something missing in you. Remember what Jesus Christ talked about in the book of Matthew chapter four, about verse number four. Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Men shall not live by bread alone. You know, if he could say that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, what does it mean? He is comparing the word of God hey, with the food. Because one thing that I want you to remember is this one. When he talks about the bread, the bread, hey, it was like the meal the most stable meal that they eat on that side of the world. In our side, that's why our native Bible, I'm sure, I know the vendor Bible say that, men that not live by porridge alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. That means he, he, is, he is comparing the word of God as with the proper meal that we eat that if you don't eat it you feel like something is not right i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Amen. you feel like there's something which is wrong and actually you will begin to feel that you are hungry because you have not eat and sooner or later somebody does not eat will lose weight and they wither because they're not eating because the word of God to a Christian, it is what makes you stronger. It what gives you energy, like food. Food gives you strength. Food gives you energy. But his name says what? Man shall not live by what? By bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. That means where there was supposed to be food, you can replace it with, word, with the word. Why? Because the word of God is the food for your spirit. Amen. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. The word of God is what? Is the food for your inner person, your spiritual person. As a child of the living God, as long as as much as we look at ourselves and we say, I want to take myself, take care of myself physically, I want to look good. I want to make sure that I'm strong. I want to make sure I eat pap. I want to make sure that I eat bread. I want to make sure that I eat fruit. As a child of the living God who want to walk successfully with God, who want to make sure that God is backing him up, God is leading him, God is controlling him, that person will make sure that spiritually, for the spiritual sake, they've got, they are fed with the word of God. I don't know Amen. whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. That's why in verse number two of Psalms chapter one say that, but whose delight is on the law of the Lord and who meditate on his law day and night. This person is not meditating on the way of the word of God on Sundays. Once a week, once a month. No. This person, the Bible said, is meditating upon the word of God day and night. Hallelujah. Amen. And let me tell you this. The word of God, 
the word of God is God talking to us. Is the word of God. It's exactly what the Bible says. It's the word of God. Then when you meditate upon the word of God, when you listen to the word of God, it's like it's God giving you guidance. Then as long as you're going to listen to it, after listening to it, meditate on it, after meditating upon it, and you put it into practice. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like God is the one who's giving you advices. It's like God is the one who's giving you strategies of life. It is like God is giving you is giving you what to do, how to do it. And after that, he will make sure that in whatever you do, you prosper. He will make sure that he fulfills his word in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why verse number three, the Bible says that. In verse number three, the Bible says that. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yield its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, and whatever they do prosper. The Bible said that that person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in seed and whose leaf does not wither. Hey, Parabason Chalaba. And whatever they do will prosper. Because God is not just giving you his word. God is not just giving you his principles. He's giving you his word and his principle that he will do what he will fulfill. Amen. Tomorrow, Amen. when you act, tomorrow, when things happen, he will be making sure that, hey, everything works together for our good. Hallelujah. Amen. As the Bible says that in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse number 28, for all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that have been called according to his purpose. All things work together for good. To them that love God. Who are those who love God? Those who love God. Those are those who make sure that they meditate upon his word. Those who honor his word. That's what the Bible says that in the book of John chapter 14. Hallelujah. Say fire. Say, I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I enjoy the word of God. I enjoy the word of God. Verse number 23, the Bible said that Jesus replies, Anyone who loves me will obey my teachings. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Verse number 24. And anyone who does not love me will not obey my teachings. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to my father. Jesus said that anyone, anyone who loves me, that person will obey my teaching. And after that, when that person will obey his teachings. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Say fire, yeah, 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 Hallelujah. Then that person who will obey his teaching, the Bible says, to the first of all, you won't obey what you don't know. That means it will start by knowing what he wants. What he wants will be his word. After that, you obey it. Once you obey it, Jesus said that you are the one who loved me. And when you love him, according to the book of Romans chapter 8, verse number 28, the Bible said, all things work together for good. To them that love God, to them who have been called according to his purpose, all things will be working together for your good. Hallelujah. Amen. As God has become your advisor when god have become hey you are advised the one who's telling you what to do how to live how to act what to love and when you're meditating upon it what day and night hallelujah Amen. that's why we are talking about that man this yeah this man who was a king that he did very well when he was being he was being um, advised by the priest because let me tell you this what is the advice that comes from the priest the priest can only be giving him the word because in the priest there is the word what can the priest tell him he was telling him the word he was telling him the will of god and as long as the priest was telling him, and now one of the part of the thing that end up uh, resulted in him, he end up loving the work of God. He end up loving the things of God. He end up caring about the house of God that he could see that there's something that needs to be done on this building. Other people did not care what gonna what's happening on this building, even though it was deteriorating. They thought there was nothing wrong because they don't know the word of God. They don't know that it's important to take care of the of the house of God. Which today the house of God we talk about in the afternoon that the word of God is the work of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Then when they don't know, when people are not taught. You know, when the people are not taught, they will they don't they don't know what is important. I remember last year, you know, when I will be praying for people, somebody will call and say, Pastor, I'm looking for a job. I said, What? Are you looking for a job? Yes, I'm looking for a job. I said, Oh, that is good. Then I asked them, and I say that when God has blessed you with a job, what are you gonna do for God? you will find that that person is shocked. What will I do for Joe, for God? This person was not thinking. Because in their prayer request, they were not even planning, oh, what will I do for God? No, at all. This person was thinking about themselves. Maybe what I'm going to do when I got the job. But they were not thinking, what will I do for God? When I asked, then what are you going to do for God? I said, oh, okay, you're, you're asking, Pastor, what am I going to do for God? Okay, I'm going to give to the poor. I said, oh, yes, that, I said, oh, you are close, but you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not at the place where God wants you to be. 
Say, why, Pastor, is saying that? I say, yes, because God cares about His work more than He cares about the poor. People don't know. Many people don't know that about that. Some people, if you ask them, if you can become a millionaire tomorrow, a billionaire tomorrow, what are you gonna do with your money? They will say, no. If they are thinking about uh, making God happy, they will say, I will help the poor. That is the best way they think. They think, some people, they think about if they give to God, to the work of God, they think they are trying to make the pastor rich. They think they are trying to make the man of God rich. Can't you know? People don't know that. If you are a man of God, you don't care about anything. You care only about the work of God. Amen. Every man, what can come, whether it's a house, whether it's a car, whether it's money. What if, let me tell you this, what happens when Jesus Christ calls you? He takes your heart. He takes your heart. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. First thing he will take your heart. When he has taken your heart, the only thing that you care about is the work of God. That's it. The most. The reason why I'm telling you that, that my career was, I was going to be far if I was focusing on my career. But I don't care about it. I don't care about this career. I care about God more than anything. That's what... You know, when we say that I will live for the gospel, we're not trying to make people feel happy about it. It is what we have been wired. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. When you become a servant of God, that's what you care the rest of your life. No wonder Apostle Paul said that could say that for me to live is Christ, for me to die is gain. Because once he has called you, he takes your heart. And what is the priority is the work of God. That's all. Then anything that comes to your hand, anything that comes to your bank account, the priority, it has become the gospel. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then God cares about the Poor, the, but not about the poor first. He cares about the gospel first. More than he cares about the poor. Can I tell you the truth? Do you know that in reality, even people who are not born again, they give. They give even the poor. Even the Muslim, they die, they do it. Many people, they give to the poor. When they give to the poor, that person, if that person is not born again, will that person change? Absolutely not. He will remain the same. But the gospel of Jesus Christ, it brings eternal life. It brings salvation. Whether if you give that person Jesus and that person get born again, that person has got eternal life that one day they will even go to heaven. Then somebody can receive a food parcel. If that person did not receive Jesus, they will go to hell and die in hell. But that person will never receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior and still go to hell. 
And many people, when they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, their life changes completely. God ending up blessing them. Then the gospel is one of the most important things that as a child of God, you must be planning to invest in. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Amen. The, the Bible says, the gospel is the power to salvation. Without the gospel, there is no salvation. Some, some people, don't know, they don't know about it. They go like, no, I'd rather give to the poor than to support the work of God. That is the mind of somebody who does not know what is important. They're not taught. They're not taught. Once you are taught, you know that the gospel must be preached. The Bible says the gospel must be preached. Then the end will come. Because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Without the... Pro let, me, let me tell you this. I want, I want you to get this. When Jesus Christ died, he rose up from the dead. And he spent about 40 days with his disciples. The few words, which were the last words from the book of Matthew, from the book of Mark. What did he talk about? Did he say that go and give to the poor? No. He said, go ye into the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever will believe and will be baptized will be saved. And whoever does not believe will be condemned. It was important that at the as the last words before he left, he could say those things. He didn't talk about many other things. He talked about the preaching of the gospel to show how important he was. He didn't talk about many other things after, after his death, just before he left. What he talked about is that the gospel must be preached. The gospel must be preached. And tonight, as we speak today like this, somebody's dying. There are people who are dead. Some of them, they're not born again, and they're going to go to hell forever. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. They will go to hell forever. Some of the people who, are, who have died and who are dying, some of them, they've received the food parcel, but you're not going to save them. They've received the food parcel. Some of them, yes, they were successful according to the standard of the world, but today they're in hell and they wish somebody could have told them about Jesus Christ. Somebody, because it is now then, it has been revealed to them that, oh, this life is all about one man, Jesus Christ. And if anybody could die without meeting that man, that person's life is total failure. It's total failure. No matter how many cars they drove, no matter how many qualifications they have, no matter how much they had in the bank account, if they die without Jesus, their life is total waste. And I'm trying to say to us, you know, if you're a real Christian, care about the gospel, care about the preaching of the gospel. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Care about it. Plan it. Plan it. Let us plan it together. To plan to win souls to work for Jesus Christ. All these things are temporary and they're passing by and they're useless. 
Let the priority be about the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to read this verse as I'm preparing us to go and pray. It's very, very much important. If you know these principles, it's going to change your life completely. When God opened my eyes to see this verse, my life changed completely. Can we go to the book of Haggai, chapter 1? Haggai. It is related to what we're talking about tonight. Haggai, chapter 1. If you find it, you can tell me. Haggai, chapter 1. Hallelujah. Verse number nine, the Bible said that you expected much, but see to it, it tend to be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why, declares the Lord Almighty, because of my house, which remain a ruin. While each of you is busy with your own house, Hallelujah. Amen. This was God. God was saying that, hey, you, many people that went out in their business, went out in their jobs, they expected much. And God said that it tend to be little. And they wonder why. And God said that what you even brought home, I blew away. And they say, why? So I blew away because you were only taking care of your own businesses only, about your own houses only, about your own plants only. But my house was remaining a room. That's what's God. My say, God said, my house was remaining a room when you prioritize your own plans. When you prioritize your own plans. Whereas what were you supposed to do? You were supposed to take care of the gospel first, of the house of God first. Then once you have taken of the gospel first, when you go out, the little will become much. He will make sure that you come back with a big harvest. And will be, he will bless whatever you own. He will protect it. He will multiply it. He will multiply it. Doesn't matter whether he multiply it now, but as soon or later he will do it. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Soon or later he will do what? He will do it. That's one thing that I'm giving you the testimony that you know these things. I thought, oh, God, if it was those ones, just forget about it. But he did it. I'm saying to you. Let us prioritize the gospel in our lives. Like I said that today, the house of God is not really the house of God. It's the gospel. The gospel is the house of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I can assure you when you prioritize the gospel, the Lord is about to bless you. The Lord is about to take you higher and make you big. Amen. Amen. No, what I'm talking about is there. Uh, let us read it because we're not going to read it tomorrow. Can we just read it in the book of Malachi? Amen. It's a normal chapter, verse number 10. Let us read it. The Bible says that 
Okay, let us read from verse number nine so that you can understand very well. You are under a curse, the whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessings that there will not be room enough to store it. Verse number 11. I will prevent the pest from devouring your crops and the vines in your field will not drop their fruits before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Verse number 12. This is what I was referring to. Listen to this one very carefully. Then all nations will call you blessed and yours will be delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. All nations. He will, he will make you big. He will make you rich at the end of the day. Believe it. You know, when you are reading a scripture like this, because some of the things are too, are too much higher than human's effort, don't let your mind distract you. Let your faith connect to that verses like this. Amen. But Amen. God will is about to make us higher in Jesus' name. Amen. As we are focusing on the gospel, that where the gospel has become a priority, let it become a priority. Once the gospel has become a priority, he will make you a priority because the gospel, that's what God cares about. Amen. That's why we've got yeah. the verses like in the book of John chapter 3, verse number 16, the Bible says that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So whoever will believe upon him shall be saved and have everlasting life. Why? The gospel was so important. That he said that, oh, Amen. let God die for the sons and the souls of men to be saved. The gospel Amen. is in the house of God. Amen. I don't know whether you are Amen. hearing what I'm saying. Amen. I want us to go and pray to make a, a vow to God, to a covenant with God, telling God, I want to live for the gospel. I want to make sure that the gospel reaches to the ends of the world, that many gods get saved. That is the best thing that you can do for God in this life, with this lifetime. Otherwise, this life is very short. Otherwise, no, nothing we're going to take out of this world, really. But the work of God, what we do for God, that's what we're going to be able to take out of this world. And I want us to focus on the gospel because it's the greatest investment. The Bible says that those who win souls, they will shine like stars. Anyway, because of time, wherever you are, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Mandala Jata Raba. Harakitos Katabragada. Sakrota Kateke Tibrokatos Katabragade. Rakiria Bakatosa Kalaba. Rakura Baya Kalaba Yeke. Father, help us to live for the gospel. When you make us be, and you make us rich, let it be for the gospel. Take our hearts. Be the priority of our life. Be the purpose of our lives. Harabasota la bayakala, korakat 
like me even if i wake up and say i'm going to the holiday in that holiday i will be in the morning i will be having a miracle service in the afternoon i will be having a service there is no holiday 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 where 
We live for the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. We must live for the gospel. There is, no, there is nothing more to live for in this world. Really, you will find out. Most of the people, unfortunately, they find out after this life and they, they go like, I wish I could have done it differently. But there's nothing more in this world than to live for the gospel. The Ecclesiastes say that everything is useless. The man who was richest, the man who have got everything, Solomon. But he said that everything is what? Is useless, but the gospel is not useless. It's useless. Amen. The gospel is worth it. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why I live for the gospel and my heart and my commitment is in the gospel. May God Amen. give you that kind of a heart and commitment in Jesus' name. Amen. May, you, may your heart burn for the gospel. Amen. May your heart burn. May your heart cares for the gospel. Amen. Amen. Actually, God has been telling me that many of you he will use. Amen. God, he will use. Because... That's when you're going to begin to burn for the gospel. That is the best thing anybody can ever live for, the gospel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, tomorrow is that night, is day number 10 of 10 of our prayer and fasting. And uh, we'll be praying for two hours nonstop. Imagine on day number 10 of our prayer and fast. Who have been on this on that prayer and fasting that 10 days? Who have who has participating on it? Amen. 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 Wow. Wow. This is beautiful. This is wonderful. Amen. This is wonderful. God is about Amen. to do great things with you in Jesus' name. God is going to do great things with you. Great things. I don't know. Mark my words. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. I say what? Mark my words. God is going to do great things with you. Amen. And uh, I see the fire of God burning in you. It's a fire of God burning you. And many of you, you are no longer ordinary. You are not aware of it. But the fire is burning already. Already, spiritually, you are dangerous. If you want to find out, ask the witches who are busy with you. They will tell you. Ask the demons who are busy with you. They will tell you. You are now dangerous. Amen. And many demons which were tormenting your life, they are no more. Don't worry. Many of you, you are delivered. Your family is delivered. Many of our things, are, many Amen. things are delivered. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. 
As I look, there's no more demon in your house. There's no more demon. The demon which used to be in your house is no more. No more. No more. Amen. I don't know. Hallelujah. Wow. Then tomorrow we're going to be praying for non-stop two hours. Shukuriya bayakatalaba. You know, let me tell you. Last last weekend Friday, you know, I was I was in Venda. By the way, um, when he started to do the, that prayer, the network was acting fun. I had to drive to go very far to attend, to make sure that we complete that prayer that night, and we did very well. Amen. We prayed for that two hours. Amen. Amen. We prayed for that two hours that night. Wow, I was so I was so I was so blessed. I remember. Somewhere when we when uh, when we were trying to to find out which phone which network are we gonna use, I remember I had to buy uh, to load another another data to another SIM card to make sure that we could connect. When we connected back, I found you guys were busy praying. I was like, wow, it was wonderful. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wow. I see your prayers are doing great things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your prayers are doing great. You may not be aware, but I'm saying, I'm telling you tonight, your prayers are doing great and mighty things. Amen. Lives are being saved by your prayers. Hallelujah. There are some people who are getting jobs. They don't even know why they're getting jobs. It's because of your Amen. prayer. Amen. The governments are standing because of your prayers. Amen. We are not praying in vain. And don't, don't look at yourself. No, your prayers are too powerful. That's what I'm trying to say to you tonight. They are too powerful. And they are doing great things. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Wherever you are, can you just raise up your hands? Ask for three things that you want God to do for you tonight. Just pray for three things. Even the things that you have given up in life that you never thought this is going to ever happen, pray for them tonight. Pray for them, three of them. Pray for them. Ask whatever you want, I'm agreeing with you. I am agreeing with you. La Kuria Basota Rabaya Terebayata Kurabaya Nurubuya Nakaba. La Catara Bazuru Matala Bajandalaba Matala Bazuru Bazuru Matala Bazuru Pray for three things. Pray for three things that you want to do. La Kratusa Talabashan, 
Just close your eyes, I'm praying for you tonight. As a father in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As a father, I soak the whole of every house, every car, everybody, everywhere we are, into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Ghost. Every curse is be broken. Of Jesus Christ, and as a father, stretch out your hand and touch everybody, touch everybody, heal every manner of sicknesses in the name of Jesus, solve every manner of problems in the name of Jesus. Amen. Don't say, Amen. Listen to prayer, listen to prayer right now when I'm praying. Don't say anything. And as a far down to that person who's looking for every blessings, let there be that wonderful blessings. Let every prayer request turn into a testimony. Amen. Don't say anything. Hallelujah. When I'm praying, don't say anything. It's time to listen to prayer at that time. It's not the time to say anything. As a father, answer all of our prayer requests. Answer all of our prayer requests for your glory. Let every prayer request turn into a testimony, Father, for your glory. As I pray for peace in our lives, peace in our families, peace in our careers, peace in our marriages, peace all over the world. As a father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you that you are God who always answers prayer. And I give you the glory. All the honor, all the praise, and all the adoration. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for America. Let everything be well in these elections. I say no confusion and the wonderful results for your glory. Say in the name of Jesus. I receive. My healing. My blessings. 
Lord. My jobs. My cars. My houses. My money. My favor. In the name of Jesus. I soak myself into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Spirit. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. In my family there is peace. There is joy. There is love. We are getting employed. We are driving. We will not die. We will not die. Before our time. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are protected. We are protected. In Jesus' name. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Bye bye, everybody. Have a blessed night. Day and morning and afternoon and night. Amen. Bye-bye. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.